And now, our feature presentation. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Cinema Shots. I am your host, Ben, a.k.a. The Marvelous Iggy. Uh, let me do that for, Let me do that again. Go for it. Okay. Three, two... Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Cinema Shot. I am your host Ben, a.k.a. The Marvelous Ziggy, and joining me is Chief Batologist, Tyler. Tyler, welcome back. Did you know that bats are mammals? There's my bat fact of the day. That's, 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 we've been, and that's bat facts. That's bat facts with Tyler. He is our Chief Batologist. Hello everybody, thank you for coming. It is now time for the fifth episode of the uh, Atom, uh, not Thomas Shot, Cinema Shot podcast, as well as the this is now the officially the fourth chapter of this animated universe that we are involved in. This is Batman versus Robin. Let's, they just reunited two a movie ago, and now they're already fighting each other. Even though they were kind of fighting each other uh, in the first one. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is, let's go ahead and run it down before we before run it down before we break it down. Uh, this is directed by Jay Oliva with a screenplay by J M D Matias, based on the Batman: The Court of Owls, uh, which is written by Scott Snyder and Capullo, produced by James Tucker, starring Stuart Allen as Robin, aka Damian Wayne, Jason Mar as Bruce Wayne, Batman, Sean Marr as Dick Grayson, Nightwing, Jeremy Sisto as Talon. Uh, David McCallum as the Grand... Not the Grandmaster. Uh, David McCallum is... Who is David McCallum? Alfred. Uh, Gray DeLeslie as uh, Samantha, who will Gray get Griffin more into now. it. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Conroy as Thomas Wayne. Robert Atkins Downs as the Grandmaster. Travis Troy Baker. himself. Uh, Troy Baker as... just He's just in the court. They just listed him here. He's just in the court. And... Weird Al Yankovic is as is here as the <laughs> doll maker. Okay, so obviously in the last time we left this, we left this universe off. The Justice League officially like became to decide like, hey, you know what, this team thing's going to be a thing, uh, and now we are back to a Batman solo adventure because of course we are. Um, and uh, yeah, let's let's go ahead and I want to get your thoughts. What did you think about before? Uh, we jumped this movie. What did you think this movie was going to be? Um, I figured that it was going to be, based off the title alone, it would be um, Robin um, pretty much uh, balancing out his uh, killing mentality as his training as an assassin dictated into versus Batman's ideology of not killing people in the sake of justice. And it does do that. Uh, but uh, oh, yeah. for all the other stuff, I did not see coming. Right, so let's go ahead and break it down uh, as as you go into the story. So pretty much, uh, uh, it opens up with Damien now Kristen Robin uh, investigating uh, a uh, like a, a, a factory uh, for some missing kids, and they reference the Atlantis attack as Bruce says a line that says uh, about like a, a a city that was submerged X amount a time ago. So that that's that, there's your continuity thing. There's your there's your proof. That this is part of the same universe, um, and so uh, shortly thereafter, Damien, uh, as sort of he's arguing with Batman, Damien uh, breaks into this factory and finds—I did not know it was Weird Al, Weird Al Yankovic—finds uh, this creepy 
uh, doll maker character who's basically capturing kids and basically, I guess, brainwashing them and then forcing them to become his, like, tools and weapons. Um, and it pretty much becomes a question of, uh, of if, if, uh, Damien should kill this, should kill this person. Um, and he pretty much, uh, he, like, it's, 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 he's kind of struggling with it until, uh, the doll maker is ultimately killed by something else that we'll find out later. And that's pretty much, yeah, exactly. Um, and so we don't know what it is. We don't know who did it. Uh, of course, Bruce shows up at like the worst times. Like you fucking killed him, you little shit. Um, and that pretty much becomes the structure of the movie. Where and we kind of and you kind of got the hint of it in the last one, but here it's it's really about to do like the struggle that Damien's going through is that I'm the son of Talia Al Ghul and Bruce Wayne Batman, but I'm also the grandson. Of Ra's al Ghul, uh, like a, a, a horrible eco-terrorist, what am I? And struggling with that identity of like, am I the son of Batman? Am I the son of a, of, of the grandson of Ra's al Ghul? Um, and so that plays into it. That's, that's pretty much the large crux of the story. Meanwhile, underneath we learn about the Court of Owls. Uh, Tom, Tyler, have you uh, heard of the Court of Owls before? Uh, I've heard of it. Never really uh, gotten to uh, what exactly what it was, though I'm pretty sure it's on purpose, given that they are a secret society. Yeah, yeah. So basically, we learn a little bit into the movie that the court, like uh, Bruce, is actually remembering a story from when he was younger, when his father and his mother were telling him like uh, about the court, like it was like a mythical tale. And of course, Bruce gets kind of scared by it. Uh, young boy Bruce, not adult Bruce. Um, and so it turns out that the court is indeed very, very real. And just think, it's basically the Illuminati for Gotham City. Um, they control everything. They're the super elite. Nobody knows who they are because they all wear these creepy owl masks. And I don't know if you ever, if anybody's ever, if you've never seen an owl in person. And um, Tyler, have you seen an owl in person? Um, not face to face. Okay. Well, I, I, I'll never forget the day I saw uh, a barn owl. And they have like... Those really narrow faces, very similar to the mask that they show in here. They're owls are creepy animals for the most part. Yeah, Some owls are. just have creepy, on like like the owls in um that you see mostly in Harry Potter, like Harry Potter's owl, Hedgewing or whatever it's called. Like that's a, that's a nice looking owl. That's a that's a cool looking bird. Then you have like these owls that have like just the the like the, you can't tell what their beaks are. It's just like like a it's weird. It's 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 creepy looking. Um. And so basically, they want, they have, uh, they have the the Court of Owls has a uh, an army that they call onto, their, and they're called uh, Talons, I believe. Um, and then they have like their main leader, who is also called Talon. I guess, I guess, it, uh, and so basically, the court wants to to wreck. The court sees that Gotham City is going under. It, it's getting run over by criminals, like you know, like. The things that Batman has brought in, like the Joker. Presumably, we haven't seen them, but presumably, like the Joker, Two Face, you know, all these like they reference like they say costume freaks and vigilantes and stuff like that. Um, and they want to wrench control back from that and take back what's theirs. Um, and of course, that also means the Batman, Bruce Wayne himself. Uh, they at this time they do not know that Bruce Wayne is also Batman for being a Illuminati group that knows everything. They surely don't know everything. 
Um, yeah, Batman knows how to keep that secret at least. Pretty much. So where uh, so where does this uh, learn? Uh, that basically leads to the court. Like, okay, well, Bruce did not uh, doesn't join. Uh, basically, says fuck you. I'm not joining. Um, they then decide to go after Damien, and namely, it's Talon who wants to go after Damien because um, uh, Talon wants to. I guess, he wants to take his place in the court, right? If I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. Apparently, there was like a ritual uh, where um, the court pretty much uh, wants to find a replacement to. Uh, be like the head assassin or whatever and yeah. um, Talon does see something in Damien uh, a little bit of himself and they do go a bit into uh, Talon's backstory a bit yeah we'll get it we'll definitely break that break him down a bit too um, and so basically it's about manipulating Damien to like to his more bloodthirsty tendencies to come over and become basically the new Talon while this other guy while well, the current Talon uh, ascends to I guess I guess the the, thro- the the court level which is above him. Um, they find out through de- through process of deduction. Uh, they take Damien to the court of owls, um, and they reveal like it's it's Damien son of uh, it's Bruce Wayne's son, um, and um, they kind of put two one of the court uh, the court of owls members basically puts two two together that if that's if you're Robin then that means Bruce's versus Batman it's like the most like of course um which the basically leads... the wheel starts running Ex- exactly if you're Robin that means that, that sound effect um Joker is Batman th- oh no exactly um this leads to um basically uh uh they like a sort of a double cross between Talon and the court where the court wanted to use Damien as a way to hurt, like basically hurt Damien to get to Batman. Talon's like, no, you can't hurt him because he's my, he's my heir apparent. So he's that my causes new son now. Exactly, exactly. So that leads to a fight, and Talon kills who the Grandmaster is, which we'll get into who it is because I think it's like a really lackluster reveal. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll get into this later. Um, and so. Then Talon pretty much leads a assault on Wayne Manor, and it's like pretty much think the Foot Clan, but like zombified Foot Clan members attacking Batman, and it's an all-out brawl on Wayne Manor, including Alfred with a shotgun just blasting people, which is really great, um, and and some pretty cool fighting, and ultimately Damien's story arc comes to a close. So, you know, uh, it's a story. So uh, let's let's focus on Damien's characterization because he is pretty much the star in this movie. Um, as somebody who like, and we we saw his basically his origin story in Son of Batman. How did you feel about his continuation in this movie? I feel like his growth in this movie makes sense, uh, given what we've seen in Son of Batman already. Uh, he was definitely a child raised by a league of assassins that are proficient in killing people. So being trained under Batman and being his son would definitely cause some confliction in him. And he does struggle with an identity crisis that we can all kind of relate to, I guess, minus yeah. the whole super trained assassin thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a moment where, like, I and I think this is one of my favorite, like, lines, is, like, he says, like, I have you in my head, referring to Batman. I have Todd, my mom in my head, referring to Todd, of course. I have Rachel Ghoul in my head. 
Um, but like, what a part of that is me? What is me? And like, even though Damien's a little shit stain, who's an, who's an entitled son of a bitch, um, I think we can all relate to the fact that like, at that young of an age, we want to be our parents. We want to, we want to be that, but then like at some point, then what, what about my own identity, you know? Yeah. And especially for somebody like, if you're the son of Batman, like what is, am I just going to be Batman? Is, is that my destiny or like, or is my destiny to be, um, a, a horrible assassin killer? Uh, but I do, I do, and also, let me ask you this next, Tyler. What did you feel about, uh, Bruce and, um, and, uh, and Damien's, per like, relationship growth? Um, I feel like, um, it progressed pretty well. It starts out a bit wholesomely, like, uh, Batman pretty much, uh, invites Damien to watch, uh, old, uh, old movies together. And then it ends up, uh, with, uh, Damien trying to sneak out because he feels like a prisoner in his own home. So it yeah. is kind of estranged in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like Bat- Batman's like parenting skills. Like, like I can admire it. Like, it's it's a side of ba- of Bruce you don't really see where like he's trying to connect with him, but like, you know, obviously Damien doesn't. Damien's not a normal kid, right? If this is like Dick Grayson or, or Tim Drake or stuff like that, like that's one thing. But Damien just wants to be. Oh, I'm a peacock. I mean, a robin, you gotta let me fly! I'm a peacock, you gotta let me fly. Peacocks don't fly. Yeah, peacocks don't fly. (laughs) As much as a penguin. No, 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 exactly. Um, But I do like their sort of... And I think it comes together at the end when they reconcile with each other. When Damien is given the choice to almost kill... To kill Talon. um, And he doesn't do it. He, you know, he... um, he resists the urge to to fall basically to fall to the dark side. Yeah, it is admirable how uh, his character growth progresses in this movie. A bit more so, than some l- Batman, I think. So yeah, so let's talk about probably the most like kind of like just why portion of this movie uh, that I I don't know why they did it because it doesn't really mean anything, um, but so. As we were just talking about how Bruce basically invited Damien to watch a movie together, right before Bruce was courting a young uh, socialite, as I haven't said that word in a long time, um, uh, Samantha Vonner, who is uh, based on her name, she and she even alludes to this when she's talking that uh, she is of old Gotham money, like her family, just like the Waynes, like they have history in Gotham. They are their families built Gotham City, and you're, I guess you're kind, and so like. And, and it's basically Bruce kind of, like, opening up and, like, you know, like, I, I, I clearly love you, Samantha, in the most monotone. Again, I don't like Jason O'Mara's Bruce Wayne because he's literally just doing his gruff yeah, Batman right. voice. How are, how do you not know he's Batman? He's six foot four, tall, very handsome, and he has this commanding voice that just... Anyone I'm can Bat- recognize that jawline. Exactly. Like... I don't okay whatever that's that's a crit but like so it's it's like I guess trying to develop a relationship with him uh and it turns out uh when you go to the when you go to the courthouse for the first time there's this one person speaking and that person's the grandmaster who is actually voiced by um 
Robert Atkins downs. Uh, and but during the Talon fight, uh, when Talon basically rebels against the main court, of, the main court, uh, Talon stabs the Grandmaster, and it's revealed that the Grandmaster is in fact Samantha for some reason. Yeah, I didn't get that. Like, there's correct me if I'm wrong, because I was like, there's no moment where Batman goes to the court. Or even Bruce, like obviously Bruce goes to the court, so she she must have saw she saw Bruce there. But there's no moment where Bruce realizes that Samantha. So like other other than the ideas that the court's everywhere, I guess. Yeah, and there was a um, point um, when she was first revealed that Bruce shows her that um, hologram city that uh, Bruce was working on to improve Gotham. And right. the Grandmaster clearly shows the exact same model after they kidnap uh, Bruce and take him to the Court of Owls. So he probably should have put two and two together. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was like, hey, I just showed... No way. It's probably because he's used, uh, Samantha is using that the, that voice changer um, to make it sound like it's not her. Like, how did you get these plans or whatever? I, I guess the idea is that the Court could be anybody. But it's, it's just like... If you're gonna make a character like have like, because I thought she was just a throwaway character, right? It's just you know, uh, hey, here's a fun scene where Bruce is explaining what he wants to do with Gotham. That's gonna be turned over by the court, and and then she's the grandmaster. Like, there's no emotional payoff for that. Yeah, it just kind of comes and goes. Yeah, it's like again, like if 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 Batman broke into the court to rescue Damien. And then, like, I don't know, her mask breaks or something. And then Bruce realizes it. And then, like, he realizes how big it goes. But it, he doesn't. Talon's the one who does it all. So he, does, he doesn't even know she's dead, I bet. That's the thing. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a line at the end where Bruce is all like, I suspected her from the beginning. And that's Oh, of course. It. Fuck you, Bruce. <laughs> God, <laughs> you didn't know. You didn't know shit. Like, even then, I guess it just shows how cold Bruce is. He just doesn't give a damn. Yeah. Uh, like I think that's the my least favorite part of the movie is that reveal because like I think there's like a that moment we were talking about where where uh, Robin is revealed where Damien's identity is revealed to the court and she, and like there's like a cut in I guess but like I thought it was just phasing in on another, on another court member I didn't put that she was the Grand Master like okay yeah. she's part she's part of the Court of Owls but I I didn't think she was the fucking Grand Master. Yeah, and there was a prior scene where uh, she and uh, and Talon were in bed together, and explained that uh, the Grandmaster uh, was her father. But I did not put the fact together that she actually was the Grandmaster. So right, because you because right, exactly. It's because of the male voice thing, and I think that's on purpose. So it's like okay, like why would like you know it's a sexism thing, you know. Uh, that like, why would you think this woman who's just a socialite be in charge of this Illuminati party that controls Gotham City? Okay. Um. Anything else you want to talk about, Tyler? That that I might have missed. Um. Like, Not particularly on the. Oh, we haven't talked stuff. about Talon. We ha- we haven't talked about Talon. Um. So our villain. Besides the Court of Owls, and I guess not Samantha, but Talon is our real villain. He's pretty much the super soldier. Um, and did you want to go into the process of what the fucking, co- like, the, 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 the owls are? Um, in terms of Talon, uh, he's pretty much just an orphan that was um, raised by a master thief. 
and he was forced to kill him after um, he was constantly abused by him and uh, not living up to the thief's expectations. So he was trained as a super soldier to fight on behalf of the Court of Owls from a very young age. And he never really intended to be a part of them. He just wanted to find a kindred spirit, I guess. Right. And so, but it, it, and I think, and that's sort of the duality, because basically you have, it's like look for, for uh, all intents and purposes, it's like looking to a mirror uh, for Damien, because this is what he could have been uh, if he chose to stay on the path to the dark side. He would have turned into the Punisher. Exactly. Um, and, like, I get it. Like, And I, I kind of like that In he sees something in Damien that uh, he hasn't seen before. Like, somebody I can understand. Somebody who can understand and relate to me on a level that I didn't think possible. Um, and I don't think he's a sympathetic villain. Um but I do think there's an interesting depth that's there that's not explored near as as much. Yeah. He is probably the most interesting villain in the movie, but that's only comparing him to uh the leader of the Court of Owls. Right, ex- exactly. Just and she does she's pretty much non existent. She's just a mouthpiece, um, for all intents and purposes. Yeah, like and I think his costume looks cool, obviously ripped from the comics, so it's a it's a cool costume. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and I, I like the fact that, like, there's a line at the end of the movie when they're fighting, when they're all, the, the big climactic fight inside the Batcave in Wayne Manor, where, um, you know, like, we were the, we were the same, you know, we were trash, and now we can, we can be more than that, uh, you know, not verbatim, but, you know, that's pretty much what he's saying. Yeah. Um, and I like that. Uh, so let's go, anything else you want to say on Talon? Uh, not particularly. Um, I do like his voice, though. It's oh yeah, really. Uh, he voiced by Jeremy Sisto, um, who I'm trying to see what else he did. Um, oh, he's on Clueless. Jesus Christ, uh, he's been around. Okay, um, so yeah, uh, let's go ahead. And, let's talk about that final section, that that battle, that 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 climax at Wayne Manor. I thought this was the most fun action sequence we've had yet in these movies. Oh yeah, it, they definitely had fun with this one. Batman has a fucking Hulkbuster in this movie. Yeah. So pretty much, Talon sends a lot of the owls. Which, by the way, the owls are like zombies. They're like yeah. corpses that like that are like strength enhanced, but they're super brittle. So like that's why I compare them to the Foot Clan, um, which allows the movie makers to basically uh, allow Batman to be brutal because there's a point where like Batman breaks a dude's arm. And, like, you see he's going through a, a door, like, as the door's closing, and you see the Court of Owls arm, the guy, this Court of Owls soldier's arm just basically chop off from it. Um, because the zombie, he doesn't feel shit. Um, but uh, Dick Grayson and, and or Nightwing and Alfred are there at the at the manor, and they pretty much get swarmed by these, uh, by the owls. And it's, it's like, I'm sorry, I... I I smiled a lot this morning when I watched it, seeing uh, Alfred just blasting all of these owls with, uh, with yeah, a shotgun. Yeah, it's not very often that we see Alfred get on the action, but when he does, it's always awesome. Right. Um, it's, and it's great, because, like, Alfred, like, depending on what continuity you read, Alfred is, like, he worked for uh, MI5. Like, he was a spy in World War Two or whatever, like, depending on the timeline... 
equivalent. Like he's he's supposed to be like an army badass, but most of the time we see is like the dotting Master Wine, Master Wine. I have your tea, Master. You know stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, everyone always expect him as like the humble manservant that always has a snarky quip. But exactly, he's yeah. a snarky. Qu- yeah, not, not this one. It was just fun seeing Alfred getting involved in an action sequence, even though how brief it was. Um, so pretty much Bruce realizes that, okay, we're going to be overrun. We can't, uh, get into this at all. Uh, we have to, uh, we have to, um, we have to, I have to take measures. He pretty much instructs Alfred to launch this basically Hulkbuster-esque armor to fight the Court of Owls. And it's, it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it is. And, of course, Batman would have something comparable to um, Iron Man's uh, uh, Mark 15 armor. Of course he does. I wonder why he built it, though, in the first place. Because, obviously, the court was not the intention. Maybe it's to fight Superman or something at some point. But Maybe like, he already learned that Doomsday is a thing. Oh, we'll get to Doomsday. Doomsday's not a thing yet, but when we get to Doomsday, we'll get to Doomsday. Uh, this thing won't even stop Doomsday. Um, but, uh... I, th- I thought it was cool. Did you want to talk about Nightwing real quick? Uh, he's barely in it, but I think he is worth mentioning. Okay. Um, I do like that you see a, a little bit of a bond growing between Nightwing and, and, and Damien. Just a bit. Yeah, it's not much, but it is there. He's yeah, basically I've... there uh, just to be like, Hey, I was Robin before you. Uh, you should learn humility. And uh, Damien's all like, now fuck that, I'm the son of Batman, I'm way cooler than you. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Their relationship will play a lot more in the uh, Justice League vs. Teen Titans movie, which is coming up, not next week, but the week after that. Um, We'll see more of that there. Um, I did did remark on how, like, in this movie and in the previous Batman movie, Nightwing just gets his ass kicked a lot in these. Like, he he was kind of brutalized in this movie. Yeah, it is unfortunate, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and uh, last but not least, like I thought the fight that Batman and Talon had when Batman got out of his suit. I don't know. I can't remember exactly why he got out of the suit. Uh, maybe uh, His cow was super damaged, so, and he was like, yeah, I can barely see with this thing. Okay, and so that that leads to, Okay, that's what it was. So then that leads to a one-on-one fight with Talon, and I really liked how brutal the fight with Talon is, and there's a point where Talon... Uh, he gets Batman knocked to the ground and pretty much just stabs, like, I guess his shoulder, like, the shoulder, not the shoulder blade, but, like, it's, like, the area between the neck and your shoulder, and that just looked painful. Yeah. Like, that whole yeah, fight was... blades everywhere. Yeah. It just, it just looked brutal. That's the one thing about PG-13 movies, they're allowed to be a little bit more violent, but not too, but not too violent, you know? Um, yeah. it's just on that, it's just on that cusp. Okay. Um, and I don't think there was a post credit scene for this. I don't think there was. Uh, no, there wasn't. I checked. Okay. Alright, well then, let's go ahead... I think that I think we've said enough about Batman versus Robin. Um, let's go ahead and give it to the ratings board. Tyler, how many Batarangs out of five do you give Batman versus Robin? I will give this, uh, four Batarangs out of five. I feel like uh, the character development is a bit better than what we've seen so far. Uh, most of the characters are intriguing, uh, barring the leader of the Court of Owls, of course. And uh, the action scenes are fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Okay. I'm going to get a three and a half. I, thought, I think it's definitely the most 
the best one we've watched so far. Uh, fun action sequences, good character development for Damien, good character arc for both of the, for both him and Bruce. Um, I still don't like Jason Mraz. Bruce Wayne, his Batman is fine, but Bruce Wayne is just like, come on, dude, change your voice up. Um, is you know, so I I did think it was um, fine overall, uh, but I have I didn't I rewatching it again. I thought I would have liked Throne of Atlantis more, but watching this again, like I realized how much I like this one a lot more. Um, yeah, it's so, more focused, uh, I think. Exactly. Yeah, it, it has it knows it, it's, instead of trying to be multiple different plot threads at once. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode. But next week, it's time for another Batman movie. Yeah, we got back to back Batman solo movies with Jason Amar's Batman. Next week, it is Batman Bad Blood. Yeah, sounds like a Halloween yeah. special. Yeah. Okay. Does. Tyler, where can the beautiful people find your stuff at? Uh, any people, not necessarily beautiful, can follow me on Twitter at Hey It's That Ty. Check the pinned tweet to take you to my YouTube channel where I do Tire Shoes Reviews, a show where I review old ass fighting games, including Tekken, Tekken 2, Masters of Terror High, Tekken 3, and other stuff. So, yeah, that's cool. Alright, and you can follow me at twitter.com slash. Marvelous Ziggy for all things related to the Marvelous one. And um, I stream live four, I, four times a week at twitch.tv slash Iggy2014. That's Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, look for all those there. I'm not really doing the YouTube thing right now. Just haven't found motivation to do next. Uh, what I want to do next. Um, but I still, like I said, still like live streaming. Uh, and of course, go to Chargeshot.com for all Chargeshot content with uh, the Chargeshot Gamescast, uh, Atomic uh, Atomic Shots, Atomic Sharts. Of course, this show you listen to right now, Cinema Shot, uh, Cinema Cinema Shot. And of course, Thomas and I just recorded the our first episode back of our wrestling watch-alongs with Batch of the Beach 1994. So that should go Yo. up soon. Uh, that should be up before that will be up before this is out for sure. Um, and um, yeah. That's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next week for Batman Bad Blood. Until then, next time, guys, stay batty. Bye-bye. Batman. Thank you for watching at Cinema Shot Theater.